Welcome back to another episode of Buffs and Nerfs, the only video game podcast on the internet. Don't look into that. With me, as always, is my co-host, Sam Hall. How you doing, buddy? Great. Good. Succinct. Wow. First time I would ever use the term Sorry, succinct. I'm reading off the same one syllable at a time teleprompter that you're using. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Why was I doing that? <laughs> yeah, a little this time. <laughs> I like it. It's a new uh, sound for it. It's great. It's because I'm like, that's this is like the only thing I have planned to say. So then I just, I, like after this, I'm winging it. So it's fine. Do, do you just have like a video on your TV of like an old 1960s TV producer doing that stretch time out gesture? Like stretch, stretch. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's, he's telling me, he's telling me we need to fill, we need to fill the time slot. Anyway, so this week we had, uh, this weekend and, you know, into the early this week, we had E3 2021 kicking off on the old interwebs. Obviously E3, the electronic entertainment expo, the premier video game expo event of the year of you know it's it's pretty much the biggest i mean there's you know you, you got the europe you got GamesCon in uh in europe um and you got you got like a few other ones but this is you know this is definitely the biggest one i'd say absolutely so you had that kicking off obviously due to the global pandemic it's been an all digital event uh there's been uh you know, usually it's like a big showcase. There's like a show floor with all with pretty much all the uh, the all the vendors and all and all the uh, companies and, and all the developers and stuff. They're all there with little show floors and demos and etc. But yeah, it's gone mostly digital this year. So yeah, what do you think overall? Let's go uh, high level thoughts here. High level thoughts. First of all, I'm glad you brought up the whole it went digital this year. I think it was digital last year as well. I have to assume. Or did they cancel it last year? I can't remember. I think there was, was a lot of shit was all, up in the air. I think it was like all but canceled because that was like, I remember E3. That was like kind of like a last, almost a last minute thing where it was like, is it going to be canceled? They're like, yeah. no, it's not going to be canceled. No, it's not going to be canceled. And then it was canceled. So I, I'm sure they're, I, I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. I think they may have just like released a bunch of the videos they were going to show in yeah. thing and just like, okay, here's the, that Elder Scrolls. Mountain. Fly by over a mountain. Ugh, that's what I love. Flying over a mountain in a game that Ruby hasn't had flying in it since Levitation in, in Morrowind. Take my money. Anyways, I, I like the fact that we were starting off talking about a digital. I actually think this is a better venue for it. Because quite frankly, I... You know, okay, pandemic aside, even if let's pretend the pandemic never happened. It's like, I don't see the appeal of going to a specific place. Going to, like, standing in lines and queues and stuff like that for to attend a screening and the thing where you're in a colored audit, auditorium and everyone's going clapping when it's like, Bethesda is a company that exists. Wow, wow, Bethesda. You know, like, it's... Uh, I, I think this is a better way to do a, a reach out to people in these modern times is to simply say, here's our things online, here's our videos. I feel that's even... If we completely somehow can turn around from the pandemic, I feel that E3 should stay digital. I think it's a better way and a better format for it, for what it's trying to present. Yeah, I mean, just just first of all, just people getting sick, like no matter what, when you have people congregate in a huge area like that, like mm-hmm. like it's it's just notorious for like, you know, a flu is going to go around, a bug's going to go around. So like, obviously, that's just a thing. So that obviously the pandemic heightens that. What's that? VW bug? Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, punch, punch bug, you know, punchbacks. How? <laughs> we're actually together for the first time for the in history of buffs and nurse. No, I'm kidding. We're not. Uh, we're still doing this digitally. We will one day, though. Once, once, once we can do this, we'll we'll we'll, we'll be doing this first. Even though I do see you pretty much every night anyway, due to the fact that we work together. But that's neither here nor there. But yeah, it's um, 
it's definitely obvious. Like it, I feel like it was going to move digitally or predominantly digitally eventually. Uh, you saw Nintendo in like, I can't remember exactly, but it was like 2012 or like 2013 or something like that. Um, I, rem- I remember Nintendo being like, we're not going to have a presence at E3. We're going to release our Nintendo Direct and like that's going to be it. We're not going to be at E3. And there was like a big, not like uproar, but there was like that was a big news at the time that Nintendo wasn't mm-hmm. going to be at E3. Even I remember something about this, yeah. So yeah, so then that allowed them to do the Nintendo Directs. And that, you know, if you have a, like, I mean, E3 is notorious for like the, the, the technical issues. Like if you have a live, uh, tech demo or whatever, or like a live demo of your, uh, yeah, a live tech demo, like shit's always going to go wrong. Like there's the, like there's the, um, Uncharted where like the, where like, uh, Drake, uh, Nathan Drake just like stood there, like not moving. Um, there's just so many of those moments where like it's out of the developer's control. So like obviously you have something like a digital package that has been edited together that you're releasing. Like that's 100% under your control. Also like just having kind of that stage event now is like it that just feels like a little bit dated in my opinion Mm -hmm. like it feels kind of retro like i don't know have you seen those like really old e3s and stuff where it's just like literally like a couple people in like a shitty room and like there's like some like shitty lights like it's so low budget tables from your high school cafeteria kind of things like oh damn near but i mean like because like back in the day e3 was only open up to like industry professionals and then they only i think only like uh, like, relatively recently they've uh, they've only opened it up to uh i I feel somewhere around 2010 or something yeah i think think so yeah the late aughts i think we call them i think that's when it started becoming much more of a like the gp the general population uh yeah so so and and also um one last thing i wanted to touch on was the fact that back in the day you had all these companies that would you know have a presence on the show floor and they would have you know rows of consoles or whatever where you could play demos now it's like you can just download a demo so much easier like that didn't Mm -hmm. exist you know in the you know 90s and you know, early two thousands, it wasn't an easy thing where you could just be like, "Cool," and the demo goes live now, and then you can just like play the demo. Like Nintendo has done, like done that too, like stealth dropping stuff. Like I mean, you know, a bunch of companies have done that where it's just like, "Yep," yeah, and this demo is available now, or like this game is available now. Yeah. So, um, can yeah, I actually add ahead. one thing on yeah, that? Yeah, it's also, it seems like the E three is leading up to before or coming up on the pandemic, like the ones immediately before it. It was less a hey, here's a bunch of consoles with the new whatever, try it out. It was more just like a stage show with Todd Howard walking around going like, today we're going to produce. You know, like it's, it's, it. I, I feel that the focus of the E three had definitely turned from any actual like physical if that's the right term for like trying out of the software and games and more of just like a stage show showing a video which is why i think it's better as just in a digital thing because they're basically just a giant youtube stage saying here's a video of starfield enjoy yeah Yeah, and like with like the the physical part isn't part of it anymore really yeah and you have like people like like the woo people in the audience like the woo and then um yeah, like it's just, it, it just the whole format seems dated. Like you have like yeah. some, like they're bringing up stars for like no reason. Like okay, I understand Keanu Reeves <laughs> last year. That was was that last year was Keanu Reeves last no, year. No, that was the year before. Yeah, yeah, because then yeah, last year was all fucked up. That's right, obviously. Yeah, so like I mean, at least that made sense. He was he's in Cyberpunk, but like yeah, you just have like random stars and just like so many random cringe moments. Like I can just think of so many moments from E3 that are just so cringe and like oh. 
like it'd be stuff like and introduces a new Call of Duty is Matthew Lillard and Snoop Dogg and Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, I remember there, there's uh-huh. one there's one uh, video where I think I can't remember what Snoop Dogg was playing. I can't. I think it was like a new Battlefield or something, and like he's literally just sitting there smoking a blunt. <laughs> I mean, like, at this point, I'd be I'd be more concerned if he wasn't. I'd be like, yeah. me, you're not really Snoop Dogg. You know, they're like, you can't smoke a blunt. He's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to smoke a blunt. They're like, we're going to find you. And he's like, all right, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Do you know how much money I'm worth? I hang out with Martha Stewart, yo. Oh, exactly. You know he's made of money. You got you got you got to be bald to hang out with Martha Stewart. It's great. You know he's made of money because he hangs out with Martha Stewart. And he also gets the street cred because he's hanging out with a felon. Exactly. Well, I mean, aren't they both felons? I think they're both Well, felons. yeah, but I mean... Being your own felon, that seems like, oh, yeah, okay, sure, you did crime, but do you know anyone else who did crime, or are you just, like, the exception here? Yeah, honor among I, I, have, I have a hot take on, and, and I've got my pulse, finger on the pulse of the streets. Damn. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm straight out of the CT, Cabbage Town, yeah, represent. <laughs> Yo, R- Riverdale Park, where are you at? Yo, Riverdale Farm, <laughs> massive. But, yeah, anyway, so, I think that's, a, I mean, a good enough kind of talk about e3 as a whole like Mm -hmm. it's it's a thing video games are premiered there everybody's got a a and i think the digital is a way to do it yeah that's basically what i'm gonna say about it yeah so as far as this year's e3 goes was there anything just off the top of your head that really caught your eye anything you're super excited about uh battlefield yeah, I know. I I know it's a kind of uh, you know, it's like the snobby Call of Duty, for lack of a better description. Uh, I really like is battlefields. It, it is because you you know what? Like, I mean, in Call of Duty, you're just hanging around shooting people with guns, but in Battlefield, you have to use strategy because you're taking points. And I I, I don't want to get into it for you know, it's a little highbrow sort of thing. Uh, no, I th- I don't think anyone thinks that. I think I just needed a description for it and that popped into my head and i've drunk a lot of coffee so that's what came out battlefield 2042 looks good uh though its trailers are definitely like yep that's battlefield all right oh no shoot blah building exploding tornadoes like it's sort of it looked pretty sick i'm not gonna lie i'm not a battlefield uh, fan but battlefield always does dope trailers I, I i enjoy battlefield but it's definitely a game that like when it comes out i play it for about two weeks to a month ago like this is great and then just forget about it for like a year and a half there's then, that one what was that one battlefield like maybe like two ago that you played a lot oh, battlefield of. one actually the one that was said in world war one I, I actually got well into that one was really good it was sort of the great combination between you see battlefield has a very fiddly kind of uh it's it's sort of a weird i don't know how to describe it but for when equipping characters and weapons and gear it's both got a lot of options, and they're all kind of the same, but they're all a little different kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not like Call of Duty where, um, you know, different guns handled distinctly differently. But, um, yeah, uh, uh, uh Battlefield 1 is probably my favorite Battlefield that I've played. Now, I've only played Battlefield 4, 1, uh, Battlefield 5, and I played a little bit of Hardline. They're Copfield, I guess. Battle Cop? I don't know. The, the police one? I played a little bit of it, and it was like, this is not good. So, yeah, Battlefield 1 was good, and I'm excited for Battlefield 2042. Uh, yeah, but it definitely feels, it, weirdly, it feels like Battlefield 4, actually. It, like, when I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, this is almost exactly, it, it had real Battlefield 4 vibes, which isn't a bad thing. But enough about Battlefield. What about well, you? I, I, I did like in the Battlefield mm-hmm. trailer, they actually showed that, like, the eject, like, rocket launcher, like, another plane, like, eject from a plane, like, rocket launcher. Oh, yeah, that's a classic uh, thing that Battlefield does. Yeah, it's like a trick mean. shot, but, like, they actually, like, incorporated that. That was mm-hmm. cool. Like, I know, I don't know a lot about the Battlefield um, uh, franchise, but I, I definitely know that about, like, the, like, I've definitely seen that, like, trick shot before. 
It's 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 so doable. Cool yeah. it, it definitely takes some skill. That's not like just like press X to jump out of oh, the yeah, plane, sure. shoot the rocket, and that's get why back I said trick shot. And, but, trick shot means yeah. fucking. No, it, it takes that's skill. something that's great about Battlefield. Is like you can play it. Um, uh, unfortunately, I probably lean closer. Well, not unfortunately. This is just my playstyle. Closer to sort of a Call of Duty player where I'm always playing like an infantry person who's just you know trying to take the objective or whatever kind of using just sort of boots on the ground but the things you see some people do with uh vehicles in the game like in, in all the iterations i've played it's actually quite remarkable nine times out of ten the people in the vehicles are poor to okay it's like yeah i'm glad that guy bombers on our side i mean he's making a little difference but every once in a while you get a guy who's just like ridiculous with this bomber or this tank or whatever and is just like able to lock down a section and then do cool shit like fire a shell halfway across the map and know where the enemies are spawning in and you just take that. Like, vehicles, I think, is one of the great things. That, it is probably actually the big thing that separates it from a Call of Duty is the vehicles. And I, uh, you can get cool shit like that rocket launcher stuff, but I, I can't do it, though. <laughs> um, one thing I was... Uh, switching gears a little bit. One, one no, thing, please do. One thing I, uh, I saw that interested me a whole lot, it was only like a 34-second trailer but on the uh like the square enix um uh trip like oh, what you do know you what? Call it didn't look square um, that's fine uh that's what i'm here for uh so they had like a little uh oh, i can't remember what it was called but it was like a final fantasy one through six remakes and well it's not it's not like remakes but it's a, like kind of like they're still done in like the same style i don't know if they're like a remaster i can't remember what exactly what they're called they were called like pixel something and they looked good they look like the old style but just kind of like made better mm-hmm. um i'm a big fan like i'm a big fan of those uh old final fantasy games oh like huge fan of um you know one to six the the uh you know the the like the yeah. super nintendo ones and stuff so those ones like oh, I'm so excited to play. I was like, and I saw they're being released on Steam. So man, oh, hopefully great. they're not going to be like crazy expensive. I don't know if they're going to be all together in one package or if you can buy them separately. As I said, it was like a 34 second trailer. Well, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry, actually, this actually brings something up because I I, the, I got into Final Fantasy around Final Fantasy X on the PlayStation. So I don't really have a lot of experience with Final Fantasy. But one of the things I, I suspect they'll be individually sold because of this, and maybe you can clarify this or not. I hear there's a lot of like within the Final Fantasy fandom like a lot of like oh number three is the best no number six is the best no number five is the best number seven is the best i hear seven is obviously the best but um like i hear there's such a dramatic difference of who thinks which one is the best and which ones they liked which ones they didn't like so much that i suspect you'd have to sell them individually because you'd be like i'm not gonna pay this money to get three three was garbage yeah is that the case like, I, don't, in, I don't know i don't know i mean yeah it is for sure the case but i i just I don't know if it's just. Did you be like, like them oh, all equally, or did you just like I like these ones, but I didn't care for this, that, those? Uh, I mean, I haven't played every single one of the one to oh, six, okay. but um, I, I I probably like four the best. Well, four in North America. Uh, sorry, uh, four in uh, Japan, two in South America. Uh, anyway, what? what was it in North America? Or when I say South America, North America. <laughs> Weirdly, it was number forty-five in Europe. Yeah. It was anyway. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like they might release it as like just one package. Like, like uh, you have to just buy the whole thing, like the like a Sega Master Collection or something. Like you can't just like go and buy like each individual game from that. Like it could be like a collection, like an anthology type game. I don't. They are. I know they are pretty expensive. Like the iOS. Like they they kind of remade them for like they they ported them to iOS. I, I actually did play. I think Final Fantasy six on my iPhone or something like that. That's, that's a really good one. That's, uh, not, that's one of my I gotta favorites. be honest. I played it for a little bit. I'm like, eh, nah. 
if you're not into that old school like no like, like 16 bit didn't, turn base like yeah. if that's it, like you have to be that's what the game is like i that's wasn't the raised in that stuff so it, like while i appreciate it i know a lot of people like it it just it's it, for me it was like yeah this was six bucks at all well i know i was gonna say I remember, well i don't know i remember i bought like the like the final fantasy a couple final fantasy games they're like 20 bucks i don't know maybe they've got they've gotten cheaper now but on on ios i remember they're like maybe 20, they bucks were each. 20 bucks yeah maybe they worked i don't know why i thought that they were like six but maybe they were like 20 bucks maybe there's i'm I sure they've been on sale and like, shit too yeah hmm. but but hey, anyway aside. yeah I'll, I'll i'm definitely excited for that if i can pick and choose that'll be cool mm-hmm. if they're i hopefully they're not like too expensive i don't know square enix really loves to milk their old franchises and not really no <laughs> Um, they're almost as bad as another company that company being nintendo wow look at that Mm -hmm. segue yeah so we had the nintendo direct today Mm -hmm. yeah i wasn't super metroid 2d that i'm actually excited about that's actually the one thing well not the one thing that was one of the things that i was actually excited about that one looks fucking super cool uh i think they said in the direct that it's like 19 years since the last 2d metroid i think it would be the one that might have been is fusion. that a selling point though like 2d side scroll why aren't they trying to make a more modern well they are I mean, they said they said well they said they're going to be um release it well there's a new metroid prime coming out that will be a first that's a the, the, the prime is oh, the, okay there is a metroid coming out that's a first person shooter. yeah but like okay. dude like you have to remember like people love 2d like especially like a throwback shit like especially throwback to like the old 2d metroid games like super metroid and like metroid 1 and 2 and stuff on the nes like people love that shit um, and it is a selling point because it has been 19 years. Like that is hundred percent a selling point. As I said, for me, it's a selling point. Like I think the last one might've, I don't think it, it might've been fusion for the game boy advance. That's the last one I remember. And I feel like that was about 19 years ago. Um, and that was a fucking fantastic game. Great, great, great game for the game boy advance. One of my favorites, but anyway, yeah. So that, that excited me. It looks really cool. It has a kind of like this little stealth mechanic mm-hmm. they were showing like that one seemed really cool. Well, there was also the announcement that Kayuzuma is coming to smash brothers. Yeah. See, that, <laughs> I don't care about that at all. Actually, uh, First of all, I'm not a smash fan or a Tekken fan. So that one just didn't interest me also. But at the beginning, it, it, the, the E3, like the Nintendo direct opens up with like Ganondorf from uh legend of Zelda. I, I believe specifically from the N64 one New Breath uh, of Ocarina, the Wild. Ocarina of time or that, that Ganondorf. Uh, is that one? I don't think that one's the one from breath of the wild. Anyway. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I was saying, I was You were like, what else was a Nintendo direct? Well, oh, they, I know. I know. Hold, we're getting to it. Jeez Louise. <laughs> this guy just says a breath of the wild no uh the uh so so there's like ganondorf's body being carried off a cliff and then being like thrown off a cliff and i'm like oh man i bet i'm like definitely this looks like zelda but i bet you this is smash bros and then it turned out to be like the tekken guy from i don't even know his name so the tekken guy threw ganondorf off yeah cliff. and like the, you could see like is that Nintendo? Canon? no is smash bros isn't canon but it's like they just nintendo does that where it's like they'll like you think something good's gonna happen, then it always turns out to be Smash Bros. I swear. <laughs> so I was like, "This is cool," but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say Breath of the Wild for the end of the talk of the Nintendo Direct, please. What else was it? Uh, new Wario. There was the new Wario. Um, oh, I can't remember what it was called. The like the mini game one. I love those. Th- those are always a lot of fun. Uh, new Mario Party. Well, I think it's like kind of like a remake of the N64 one. That one will always be fun uh and yeah and then i guess breath of the wild too like 
And did here you, we are. Did you? So did you watch the trailer or no? For no, actually, I was going through a whole bunch of trailers today, and that when I sort of saw the news, but then we were getting close to meeting, so I came here instead. It was like super short. It was like a minute, but it oh. looks it looks like really cool. Was it like, in game or was it a uh, in engine? Uh, it's in game. I, like uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, like all their stuff is in game. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't like a like a like an animatic or whatever you want to call it, or it like a like, Starfield. Hint, that's foreshadowing. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, pump, pump, pump the brakes on that segue. But yeah, Breath of Wild, also the part of the, like a bunch of the Breath of Wild trailer was just like one almost static shot of just like, like this like evil castle like floating in the sky. But yeah, it looks really good. I'm super excited for it. I got to play Breath of Wild on Switch because I played it on Wii U. And I, I don't know, I feel like it's probably going to be pretty much the same on Switch, but I don't know. I think I'm going to buy it again for Switch. I got like a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a Best Buy gift card kicking around. So I think I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, perfect. Yeah, I think I might just grab for a Switch, honestly. Just, I, I just would, play it if, again. If I had a Switch, I would I would pick it up, even if I got an... I played it on the Wii U. Uh, Wii U? Wii U, yeah. Yeah, Wii U, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, whatever. It great. It's a great game. I'm not a Nintendo fan, but I really like Breath of the Wild. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I need to... I haven't beat it, though, so I definitely need to beat it. And that'll be a good excuse to dust off the old Switch, which I'm looking at right now. It, 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 it needs some love, for sure. But yeah, so how about you? What Was was there uh, something else that uh, caught your attention? Uh, at Nintendo, not at all. Oh, no, 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 not at Nintendo, just in <laughs> oh, general. Okay, good. Okay, well, going through my list, then I will now pay off on that ominous foreshadowing. Uh, Starfield uh, trailer got released. In-engine footage. Someone gets in a ship. The ship, I think, takes off. Starfield. God damn it, Bethesda. Stop with this. Like, just say Starfield's coming and show something. Uh, Bethesda, I love the... F- you can tell whether they're in one of the years that's, like, in the... A valley between releases and where they're just like yeah we have a trailer it's just the person saying we're constellation gonna go to the future expand humanity and actually the funniest thing about it i read about this i remember this being an issue is that um so in bethesda games using the oh, it's not crying that's crisis i can't remember what their their engine is called but um it's it's a running gag that ladders don't work. Like all they are is you click on them and it loads you into another uh, section. And in the first shot is a person climbing up the ladder. And then apparently somebody said to was talking to Todd Howard in an interview and something said like, "Oh, I see we can use ladders now." And Todd Howard's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! That would you know blah blah blah, blah disassemble, disassemble, disassemble. Probably still not usable ladders in the next version of their engine game. So wow. yeah, Starfield looks kind of like eh." Yeah, I was underwhelmed. I don't know. I just yeah, was like, I, I this was, looks like a yeah. trailer for a video game. Yeah, it was sort of like, I know Starfield's coming out, and, and now it's 11-11-22, apparently. Cool. This is not even really worth watching this trailer. So, uh, Bethesda just released the next Elder Scrolls single player, please. Just. I think they're, they're, they're too busy working on Fallout 76. <laughs> well, they do have their work cut out for them, so. That's understandable. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Throwing it back to you. So, so yeah, basically Starfield's coming out. Yay. I, it's, uh, the Bethesda thing was very indifferent, uh, to me. So, uh, was there anything that you saw that, uh, could top that for indifference? Top that. Are you referring to like the, the song from the teen witch? Teen witch. Was that a teen witch reference? Yes. Yes. Oh, (laughs) I I gotta go. Goodbye, folks. I'm surprised you even got that. I thought that was going to fly under the radar. Um, <laughs> and I'm back. Wow. That was, I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that today. I didn't wake um, up today thinking, hmm, Team Witch is going to come up. Yeah. For all our listeners out there, 
Google Teen Witch Dance Off or Rap Off. It's like a it's like a freestyle oh, dance off rap off. There's a bit of dancing. Oh, it's been so long since I saw that, but I do remember like top that. It, it was the yeah. highlight of that film, I think. That, but I've never seen the movie. I've only seen that part. Oh, yeah, you're not as old as me. Anyway, so uh, enough Team Witch talk. We'll save that for our Team Witch podcast. Um, so what else uh, tickled your yeah. fancy out of you? Well, honestly, I'm not the biggest superhero guy. I'm not the biggest Guardians of the Galaxy fan, but that Guardians of the Galaxy game looks fucking awesome. Honestly, so uh, uh, Squeenix has the license. They they did the Avengers game. They're coming hot off the tails of that, which did not do so well. That was a live service game, a la kind of Destiny. Give it a um, you know division thrown in there, but you had this weird loot progression system that didn't fit the characters. Cause I mean, like how, how can the Hulk get loot progression? Like it didn't make sense. So like, it, like it, it just, <laughs> it's it, nothing but purple pants. I think like, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know, but apparently it just didn't do so well. I, I remember checking out a lot about that game when it came out. Cause when a game comes out and it doesn't mm. do well, I enjoy the dumpster fire. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like, so yes. you have the heart of a cruel person who enjoys misery. Mm, more so i don't know when it comes to video games if if like i don't know if like the whole community is, is like shitting on a game i'm like ooh, why are they shitting on this i don't know so i was like watching like young yay and like like skill up and stuff and like their reviews on the game whatever mm-hmm. i heard it was terrible yeah it's i mean i hear like the fighting was like pretty good but it took you so long for like the upgrade to get to where the co- like to, uh, to upgrade your character's combat to the point where it was like a satisfying combat like loop and you know there was mm-hmm. like good combat to it it took way too long there was no kind of like steady increase it was like all the good stuff was like at the end so you need to like spend hours upon hours per character leveling them up anyway so now you have this game uh that Square Square Enix and I am it's e, uh, the Eidos Montreal. How do you pronounce that? E I D O S. I've always read that I, my whole Eidos Eidos. is how I think I pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. I've always like read that my whole life and I just never knew how to pronounce it. I think it's Eidos. Uh, Eidos, how, Eidos uh, like from like the original Eidos. Deus Ex series. Yes. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's Eidos. Anyway, oh. so uh uh Eidos Montreal. Right. So, sorry if I'm mispronouncing Montreal. Montreal. Um, yeah so they're doing uh the new guardians of the galaxy game and it's not going to be live service it's going to be single player story driven which again that's what the avengers had trouble with is they uh, like the avengers again i haven't played the game this is from what i hear it had these great set piece missions that were like single player or like essentially single player where you had these great set piece missions but then you had a lot of these other missions that were like multiplayer or whatever where you would like squat up with other people and then those were like less of kind of like these cinematic missions and more of these just kind of like you're in a like a gray metallic room like beating up dudes like waves of dudes type missions. there's a thousand guys in this warehouse coming to fight you fight them all yeah and like I play Destiny, so I understand <laughs> repetitive gameplay, but oh, like yeah. this one was to a detriment. Anyway, so you have like almost the opposite now with um, Guardians of the Galaxy, where mm-hmm. you you play as Quinn, as Star Lord, and uh, was that his name? Quinn, Quill, Quill, Queen, whatever. Star Lord. You play as Star Lord, who Mighty vaguely Quinn from the song from the sixties. Yes, who Nothing vaguely doesn't look like like the Mighty Quinn. Who doesn't without. Come on with it. I'm done. Sorry. I'm, I'm too much coffee before this podcast. 
so who vaguely doesn't look like uh what's his face now, now you gotta be all bugaboo what's what's his damn name uh, uh chris pratt yeah Andrew chris Bush. pratt like they all like don't look like them enough so like didn't have to like pay for the likeness <laughs> can i just interject for five seconds so it'll be more like 30 seconds i either make it look like the actor or not like the actor. Not this kind of like, oh, yeah, that does look kind of like uh, someone waterboarded like Tony Paul Stark hair. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's every day, bro. So, yeah. So, you, you, it's like single player story focus. So, I feel like you're going to have more of these, like, you know, cinematic, mm-hmm. more of like kind of like a scripted moments, almost like um, Uncharted. Yeah. Because well, it definitely have, has that kind of feel to it. Yeah. Because yeah. then you don't have to like in these, you know, scripted moments, you don't have to worry about what four people are all individually looking at. You just have to focus, you know, on what, you know, the single player is doing. So, I don't know. I am cautiously optimistic. It looks like a lot of fun. The trailer looked really cool. The the gameplay looked really cool. As I said, I'm not a huge superhero guy or Guardians of the Galaxy guy, but it looks super cool. Anyway. Well, I'll check it out because I got to admit, I gave that uh, trailer a pass when I was going through the various E3 stuff because I was, because of actually what you said, I mean, I'm a bit of a hypocrite. I knew all about Avengers being, well, I'm not going to say a garbage fire, but a garbage pile. And I was just like, oh, I don't care about superheroes. This is probably something like that. And if you're saying it's a single player, actually, that, that, I'm a little bit more intrigued. I like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. They're not the greatest movies ever made, but of the superhero movies, they're different than the upper tier of the ones that I like, so... Yeah, no, no, that's that's. Thank you for informing me. So you're letting everyone else know, but you're also letting your host, co-host, know about uh, stuff as well. So we're all learning. That's what I'm here for, man. Yeah, yeah. Throw it back to you. Anything else that caught your ear or eye? Okay, well, one thing. Uh, do you want the mildly obscure game that caught my eye, or the one that I'm ashamed caught my eye? It's your choice. I'm gonna say both. But let's let's, uh, save, let, let's save the ashamed one. Let's uh, let's what's what's okay. The obscure so mildly one? obscure one. Uh, Stalker two. Uh, sequel to the excellent. Uh, I think it was two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Stalker. There were actually a couple other stalkers made afterwards, but the original Stalker. This is a sequel. Same guys. GSC. I, I Stalker was a great game. It's a fantastic game that uh, had bugs galore in it. But I know nothing about this game. Give me give, give me the All lowdown. Right. First person shooter, set in a. Uh, do you know what the exclusion zone is around uh, Chernobyl? Yes. Okay, so that area, basically Pripyat, uh, the whole area of the Ukraine there. And But what also happened is uh, there's been some kind of like weird alien thing has happened there. It's not 100% clear, but so there's a lot of like these anomalies and mutated creatures and other stalker factions, like other types of people. And you're basically, the gist is people go in there because there's these anomalies, which think of them like little sort of like... Uh, uh, tchotchka sized artifacts about the size maybe of like a soccer ball or something that can do things that people want on the outside of these zones so stalkers are people who go in scour the zone for these artifacts and bring them out and then sell them that's the idea the the actual story of stalker is a little different than that it's focused on something else but so it's basically this open world around uh uh centered around Pripyat and the uh the actual chernobyl reactor uh, where you go around and you shoot other people who are giving you grief and uh, fight monsters, and it's got a very European, Slavic, Eastern European feel to it, and uh, it's great. It was, it's, it's almost, it's almost a survival first-person game, but it's not quite like uh, your arc or something like that, where it's heavy survival elements. It's more like keep some pills on you for radiation and you know keep an eye on your bleeding sort of thing um and uh they stalker 2 got announced a while ago but they had a trailer with a lot of gameplay reveal of it and it looks great uh, i'm so looking forward to this that's about it just i like this game I'm nice yeah it. no i i don't know anything about this game so uh, you know what you, uh, 
it, you, you might be able to pick up a copy of it for cheap on Steam, and uh, I would. What, when did the it come only out? thing is, I don't know if it's controller compatible. Dude, I have, I have, I have the thing. I, I have the app. Okay, uh, it's worth it. You know, uh, I'll look up the price, and hell, maybe that'll be an early birthday gift for you. Stalker's great. Uh, weirdly, I'm going to suggest though, there's a thing called the Alpha mod for it. Which restores a lot of the original content, smooths out a lot of bugs, actually adds like whole sections. There's like a driving section that isn't in the initial release, and it's uh, worth it as well. So yeah, Stalker, 100%. Great game series. A uh, little questionable that they're making a profit off of uh, what can only be considered one of humanity's closest things that's come to fucking itself completely. Mm, not good, not terrible. <laughs> Ooh, easy there. That's a Chernobyl reference. Yeah. Ugh. The HBO miniseries. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, shout-outs to HBO and the Chernobyl miniseries. That thing is still terrifying to watch. Dude, uh, but yeah, it's, so, it's, a, it's a how how many episodes is it? Like six episodes? It, it, it's, it's only a, like three. It's only no. like three. It's yeah. like six episodes. Is it six episodes? Why did I think it was only three? Anyway, I thought it was like however three. long it is, it's like that entire time I'm just having a panic attack. Oh, yeah. No, the first time I watched it, I was like... All right, confession to the listeners. I do once in a while smoke weed, and I smoked weed after having not smoked it for, vaped it for a Boy, while. Take that out. Yeah, take that out. Pro drug use. And, like, I'm I kidding. was don't, don't a actually. little... You ever been, like, you know, when you're just a hair too stoned? You're not, like, freaking out or, like, wasted or something, but you're just like, uh, I wish I was a little less high. Yeah, I call that a Thursday. Oh, okay, there you go. Well, I was having a Thursday, and I was like, ah... Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch that, that Chernobyl miniseries right now. That should take the edge off. Ah! It was, it was, I, I, I wanted to idea. die. I wanted to die the whole time. Um, but yeah, so Stalker 2, sequel to a great game, looks very similar to what we got in the first game, and I'm excited for it. That's, uh, I mean, I don't really have much more of a hot take than that. It's, it's, I, I'm looking forward to it. And you? Anything else? Not um. Well, now, now, now I'm interested in, in what you're what what game you were embarrassed by. Oh, okay. Well, as you know me, I am not much of a sports guy, right? You know me. I mean, I don't dislike sports, but if uh, you've you've seen me in the flesh, so to speak, I, sports are not my forte. I kind of want to check out Riders Republic. I was like, it's nothing what, but extreme- Riders Republic. You haven't heard of it? Okay, so it's a. I think it's Ubisoft, and yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. And what it is is it's an open world thing where you know extreme sports like snowboarding and skateboarding and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. bike riding. It's like an open world where everybody's doing this all the time, and they have wingsuits. And you, have, you go to come, it's like, oh, I'm gonna go over here, and uh, I'm gonna do a, a snowboard race on the mountain. And then I'm gonna go down to the valley and do a bike race and that kind of thing. And it just had like the, it was like flashing back to late '90s, early 2000s. Everything's extreme, no e at the beginning of that. And I was like, kind of want to check this out. Actually, <laughs> you know, I mean, it seems silly, but I it, it feels like it could be kind of like imagine an open world Tony Hawk kind of thing. Yeah, that actually that kind sounds of really cool. I was like, oh, you know what? This is. I'm actually this, looking at it right now. It, it looks hilarious. Yeah, it, it looks like it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, there's like wingsuit race. I, I when that comes out, I'll definitely. I won't be picking it up, but I'll definitely be keeping an eye on it. And if it's a stable game that people say, yeah, it's fun, whatever, you know, I I'm all for fucking mountain bike racing people while wearing. I'm assuming they'll have goofy suits. I think in the trailer if there are a few like sort of mascot style suits and stuff like that that I saw here and there. So yeah, no, Riders Republic is kind of like this game I hadn't really heard about until I did the E3 research and I was like, huh, you know what? It looks goofy and not the kind of game I normally play, but yeah, yeah, why not? Give it a shot. Yeah, it actually looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. I was actually just looking it up as as you were as you were talking about it, and it it looks 
kind of silly. Yeah, like, it looks like, like Tony people Hawk, in like panda but, suits and shit. Yeah. Like you can tell it's gonna be like crazy skins and whatever. Like yeah, it looks like that could be a really fun game if you're just like kind of just like if it doesn't take itself too seriously. I feel yeah. like that's that's. I could see it being like the kind of game where it's like uh let's say you just did a raid in destiny or something or you've just like and you're like you know what i just want to play something to relax hey you want to do riders republic run a few races sure you know the kind of thing where you don't you care about winning but you don't have to be like like i don't think this is gonna be like the gt of fucking extreme sports where it's like you're like ooh, did i go with shimano breaks or what kind of how much do i tend to i think it's uh it looks like it's kind of arcadey fun which i think is something i like and i like the idea that it's sort of semi-open world i'm not too clear about that but uh yeah looks yeah, like, yeah uh, i'm gonna check different. out the trailer for that for sure absolutely because um, i mean yeah I've, I've checked out a bunch of stuff I'm, i by no means have i looked at every trailer yeah, like i only I, have, I only so have so much damn yeah. time yeah yeah so no it's good between between the two of us i feel like uh we covered maybe a portion yeah um I'm a person, i don't know there wasn't i'm trying to think like what else like really caught my eye Two things caught my eye, but are not in a good way. But uh, I don't want to be the only person talking. So, uh, well, H- Hades uh, is coming to Xbox. I saw, and that that one. I mean, I don't have an Xbox, but that one made me be like, yes, I really need to play Hades. I, I have it on my Steam library. I'm currently playing Control. As soon as Control's done, which, by the way, excellent game. I'm super, mm-hmm. super, super digging Control. It's cool. Um, I know you were interested. Oh shit! In- I never got my Epic oh, free version. Oh, it was free. I don't know if it's still. I don't know. I would launcher. check. Uh, this is not an advertisement for Epic. Epic, uh, Epic Games yeah. bad. We stand by it. Yeah. But yeah, so Control is really cool. It could control like it, it. If you go from like like uh, objective to objective, it's like you need to go over here. Whenever you need to go somewhere, don't go there right away. Just explore. Just like it's like the objectives are. It's like less objective based than it is kind of just like kind of like unravel like experiencing this mystery of this building like that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing like just experience the mystery of this building if you go from big 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 like point a to point b to point c like go back to go talk to this girl or, like if you do exactly what the game tells you to you're I, you're not going to experience it fully but anyway having said that hades is next on the list super excited i've heard nothing but good things that was like game of the year last year on so many li- on so many lists so really excited um were you able to log into epic no it's asking me for a password and i can't remember what my epic password is so that, oh, i'll do it afterwards i'm not gonna how do you not have that shit just saved i do i have it as remember but remember he's even checked off but for some reason when i launched epic it didn't even remember my email uh, address so i entered that and it's like password like that's what? weird how does it not i tried signing in with google but same thing fucking society is collapsing i did i, I did like, see on uh ep- people who bought control right before it went free to like free to own got it they free. got refund they got yeah, refunds. I, yeah i saw that and you know what that's that's i think is a decent policy every once in a while i've seen uh i think there was something where i believe it was division two at one point dropped to like two bucks or something like that and they did a similar thing, like a massive did a similar thing. I think it was Division 2, might have been Division, where they were like, oh, hey, you know what? If you bought it like two weeks beforehand, we saw you bought it, but we're dropping it. So, you know, just take your money back. Yeah. Know. I used to work retail and I got so, that that used to annoy me though. I that, we used to get so many people coming in being like, like, we have a sale on this week. And they're like, I bought this thing two weeks ago and now it's on sale. And I'm like, okay, like that's how sales work. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. They're like, all right, talk to your manager. And they're just like, oh. But anyway, I, I like I I can see it. I I can see it either way. Like it, it's annoying when that happens to you, but it's like sometimes it's just like you gotta be like, yo, like I would never ask for my like the the difference back. But if they reimburse yeah. me, I'm not gonna I'm gonna be like, yeah, 
that like thank you that's nice yeah i mean if you buy a game because your friend says he's going to buy a game and then he doesn't buy it for another year and you end up buying this game and then you buy the two expansions for the game and every time i never agree to that and then you buy the two expansions the company i don't know let's call them 1g and the game is westiny uh yeah they basically i bought the first destiny 2 on pc then it became free to play i'm like oh well i I buy the expansions and then those became free you live and you learn yeah i learned that i got ripped off if, jerks if, if, if I I quote, three thousand hours into those games how that not worth it if i may quote the uh songstress alanis morissette isn't it ironic oh i thought you were gonna be like you live you learn you laugh you learn well that's why yeah so i said you live you learn earlier that's that's kind of that's that's where i was going oh, i thought you were it. just like gonna sing that like i sung the uh you see nothing like there's there, there's there's been enough cringe in this podcast i'm not gonna go there without come on within anyway knows um, this song this is like when you're when you refer to like andy rooney and shit yeah 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 and right out i know i guarantee you i know one listener two listeners for sure know that song shout outs to amanda shout outs to dave that's right i'm dropping names in here can i do that is that allowed? yeah i mean right. just do it we're done here. we're here for it but yeah so i don't know i i think that kind of sums up everything that i'm looking forward to is is there something else that you're looking forward to something? well not looking forward to but ubisoft so writer's republic oh interesting the other two things they announced far cry 6 <sighs> yep that sure is a far cry and, i don't give a shit about far cry personally uh far cry 5 was the last one i played i'm like yeah okay you guys really I played like uh, one in three or something you like skipped that. the best one Far Cry 2 was amazing. Okay, maybe I played 2. I don't know. Uh, the we- one that was set in Africa. The one that was like, you were a mercenary in Africa, and you got paid in diamonds, and it's like, it's like uh, an African Republic that's failing. No, like I don't think I played that one. Oh, it's so good. I mean, it, it's the kind of thing where today I don't think it would stand up, like the uh, gameplay, but the, when you were when playing it uh, at the time, it, it's it's a great game. Far Cry Two is amazing. First I remember time. Far Cry One is actually quite it's actually quite different than like Very the different. rest of them. Yeah, it's like a tropical island, and you're dealing with like mutant monsters by a crazy guy who's created them. It's very different. Like very different yeah yeah and the other one when the uh, ubisoft dropped was the avatar video game yeah avatar video game don't Uh, give a uh, shit uh, massive's uh, making that one yeah which makes me go why why are you doing this and not division three well they are i'm sure they are doing division oh they're gonna do a division three after they do apparently like it seems like they're getting a division handheld game or something no it's like it's like it's apparently like a like a multi isn't there aren't they doing like a it's like division mixed with splinter cell mixed with um yeah uh, siege i don't know what what they're touting it as which i don't know how those three games like free to play or something like that yeah like i i I don't know what it is heartland that's what it's called yeah yeah Yeah, i'm curious about that i mean i like i the division series has a lot of credit with me um, they're definitely but games the division that are multiplayer, like the division PvP, is has always Ooh, been pretty no, garbage. It's it's not fun. The that's only time it was fun is in survival, like this one time. So I'm in survival mode and I'm following this guy and he like shoots this guy and dro- guy drops a blue gun or whatever. And I literally just do like you know how you can do a roll, like a forward sort of somersault roll. Yeah, I somersault roll past him just as you kill him and steal the blue thing and run away. And it was PVE, so he couldn't do anything about it. I'm a dick. Uh, well, that's not PVP then. Well, no, but it is other people in the same environment. See, so, yeah, I guess it isn't PvP because I did try PvP once and I got killed so quickly. Like I, the, the survival PvP. We the played survival a bunch. PvP. Of, yeah, we we, yeah. we we played a bunch of the uh, what was what was the PvP mode called? Oh, um, start with an R. No, 
not control. No. Uh, this is ah, why you listen to podcasts, by the way. Yeah. For like two middle-aged dudes. Well, middle-aged dude and a younger dude going, what was that thing called? Yeah. Anyway, there was that and then there was Dark Zone, which I don't know. The PvP, the, the, the PvP Dark, Dark Zone. Dark Zone was so good. Yeah. yeah. Dark Zone was good in, in Destiny, Destiny, in Division 1 because of the atmosphere and the like. What it mattered. It yeah. mattered. It, like, if you got, like, I remember the first time we did Dark Zone, you, myself, and a uh, friend of the show, Jeff, um, we, I, I got a purple. And I was like, I got a purple, guys. We got it. We got extract. We got be okay. Just nobody tr- keep an eye on. I got and like it was my heart was boom, 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 waiting for the hell. I remember I got. I remember yeah. I got the. I was just soloing Dark Zone, and I got my last piece of uh, classified reclaimer gear that I needed. It was like the holster for like the classified like healer set, and I was solo. And I remember I like texted you being like can you please come on the server and just help me extract this? And like, it was fine. We didn't run into any, like anybody trying to gank us or anything, but I was like, shook. I was like, I like ran to a safe house and I was like, please like spawn it on me and just like, help me extract this. You're like, yeah, I remember that. I remember being like, what? I don't want, okay, sure. I think I like, it's just extracted. I took off or something. Yeah. You're like, like, okay, good. I'm like, yep. Thank you so much. You're like, yep. Okay. I'm out. No, the, the division dark zone is definitely a, game mode that in the original division and much lesser extended division two, but even a little bit of the, there but um is it just didn't have the same atmosphere well, i'm sure we've talked is, about this multiple times in Div- yeah in, in division the podcast, but dark zone was just too like oh i died it doesn't i don't care you know it's it, it didn't have quite the stakes anyway so yeah so the avatar video game from ubisoft cool. it looked fine i don't know it, it like, uh, i don't know it, it, it didn't like, tell it me anything exactly about like, it. Yeah, yeah it looked exactly like cool this is an avatar video game also it's like Nobody gives a shit about this franchise. Like, I know it's yeah. the, the highest grossing movie of all time. Oh, wait, did something just something just beat it? Did Endgame uh, beat it? Something just got re-released, and it just, like, made a little bit more money, and now it's the highest grossing movie. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's one of the highest grossing movies. If it's not the highest grossing, it's one or two or whatever. Is it Martin Scorsese's Pritzi's Honor? What? <laughs> I don't even know if that's why Martin Scorsese. It's a movie from the 80s. Gangs of New York re-release. Now yeah so so anyway it's like i know like this movie made like a ton of money when it came out but like if it if it wasn't on the back of the technology of like 3d i don't know if it would have made that much it was such it's a, such a fine movie yeah it doesn't do anything terrible it doesn't do anything great the i saw only once at theaters I, I was like yep that was okay the only thing i remember from it is this great little character choice you know how actors make choices when they're doing stuff in their roles and the actor who played the bad sergeant guy whose name steven i want to say toledo or i can't remember what this guy's last name is i know it's not toledo that's the city in spain he's so he's like they're going to go blow up the evil life-giving tree for reasons and he's in the cockpit of the uh ship as they're like flying towards everyone's like oh, all these ships and he does this thing where he has like you can't see this audience because i'm doing it but this is not video he has a cup of coffee and he just takes a sip with that like ah, good cup of coffee time to go destroy the natives you know like it was this weird sort of choice that stuck out with me so yeah avatar my biggest memory of it somebody drinking coffee the rest of it, i can't tell you what the fuck happened yeah it was don't they make love with their hair or something like that yeah i think so i don't know as i said i saw once at theaters like when it came out i I think it was like opening day or something well cameron's working on the sequels right now well yeah and he's he's, they're doing like like three more movies or something like that like 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 did anybody ask for these like i don't know maybe they're gonna be good i'll I'll watch the first one 100 i'll watch the first Mm -hmm. one at theaters Personally, I'm willing to see anything at theaters these days. Just want to get that shit open again. I um, will risk it for Dune. Well, I mean, like, obviously, once things are, you know, under control, whatever. Yeah, so... 
We'll I mean, see. I don't know. I, I'm not interested in a video game at all. I don't see who this video game's for. Like, that's the thing. It's like, maybe the game, the movie will come out and it'll ignite this passion behind the franchise again. But like, I don't, I, I don't hear anybody really talking about Avatar. Like, I'm sure yeah. there's like a fandom about it, but nobody I know Are there is Avatar excited. fans? I mean, I'm not there's like... fans for everything. Yeah, but I mean, like, to the extent you have like Star Wars fans or Star Trek fans, it's not even close. Like, even like the bronies from five oh, i'm sure there are people are that are all about avatar like there's got to be like a like a couple thousand people that are just like there's like an avatar community that they're just that's their favorite that's their genre like sorry that's their franchise I, they love Avatar. i honestly hope that the video game is good because i do like massive i think massive has a pretty decent track record in my opinion of video games that they've uh I've well they've only done division one and two right as far that's as great I know. traffic two for two that's better than most baseball players get fair fair yeah, so I'm, I'm curious about it, but I definitely want to see what it's about. Like, I, I like Massive, but I'm not going to be like, ooh, I'm excited for this. I'm like, let me see more than, yep, it's in the jungle, and it's got... Because don't they, they use their hair to make love, but they also use their hair to control horses. So are they making love to horses? I don't know. You use your hand to, like, give somebody a high five, and you use your... Anyway. Oh, yes, yeah, so I have to give you hand jobs to everyone, if that's what you're asking. When I give anyway, fives. so to wrap it up, I think this year's E3 was overall pretty meh. I don't know. I yeah, feel like there's a lot 100%. of absences of big franchises, a lot of absences of maybe franchises that haven't been around for a while that people were kind of maybe hoping would make a comeback. There just didn't seem to be like a huge like break the internet moment. And like obviously that has a lot to do with the pandemic and COVID mm -hmm. and, and you know, people working from home and this and that. Obviously that's gonna impact things. Think you know it's uh it, it's an online only event which is going to it's going to reduce the showmanship of its so yeah speak. yeah yeah that's a good way to put it I was I was, I was kind of as I was saying the sentence struggling to to think of word but yeah the showmanship it's kind of like the spectacle of it is maybe not so better. there so it's like maybe even if they do have something on the back burner that could break the internet it's like maybe like this kind of like online only e3 wasn't the the venue for it mm -hmm. I well i don't think there was anything at least in the stuff that i saw that uh, like everyone knew of battlefield i think battlefield 2042 was probably the big announcement just because there was a bit of a pre-announcement thing like is it gonna be set in world war ii is it gonna be set when, when is it set but even still none of these were like okay everybody are you sitting down here it is half-life 3 you know it was just like oh cool yeah exactly I, I feel like yeah. a lot of even like the bigger games like everybody knew they were coming out like that guardians of the galaxy game was leaked in like 2017 probably one of the biggest things mm -hmm. was we finally got to see breath of the wild 2 footage but like that was announced two years ago yeah like there wasn't any huge announcement i mean for no me, surprises I'm, I'm sure, no surprises i'm sure some people like lost their mind over like shin megami tensei 5 and stuff like that <laughs> um but it, like it's it, like it, for me personally i'm sure as i said i'm sure there are were some big announcements for some people for me personally there wasn't anything huge i think we're gonna see now because that event maybe was a little bit lackluster is we're gonna see some of the studios maybe drop some big nuggets like more throughout mm -hmm. the year as opposed to just like dropping them all in june at e3 and i What's think that might... oh sorry sorry go ahead finish your thought well i was just saying i think that might be kind of more of like the norm moving forward as well sorry go ahead well i kind of think what i'm saying goes along with what you're saying where i feel like companies might start if, if it becomes a digital only th uh if that's basically how these things are presented in the future i feel like e3 might start losing things like they did with bioware like bioware wasn't at e3 because bioware has their own launch day so what i think people will start doing you'll start seeing like oh april 17th is the ubisoft launch there's no other people competing with it kind of thing rather than just being 
shovel out your announcement for like well for example Ryder's republic and throwing it out and not bubbling to the surface because there's a dozen other things being released at the same time i think in future what companies will do is just have like well i'm not going to go to e3 where my announcements are going to get drowned out in the noise even if i do have a certain time slot and nothing else is going on at that exact moment uh i'm going to do what byword does and just have like a separate thing to myself after the schedule where there is no other publisher or developer or, or platform competing with me like how sony does sony has a playstation like i think don't they all have their own oh yeah thing? oh yeah 100 yeah. they all have their own i think that's thing. the future i think e3 while not a terrible idea is kind of an antiquated thing because it yeah. relied on people because it comes from the old show format like going back to the 50s of cars where it was like you know not everybody knew what was going on with Chrysler, so everyone went to the Chrysler show or to the auto show every year because you would be like, oh, this is what's happening with stuff I don't can't find out about because I don't live in Detroit. Now, you can find out about anything anytime because of the internet, so the, the that kind of thing doesn't really make any sense anymore. Yeah, also, one thing we never touched on is... I can't even imagine how expensive that must be to put put to, to put on a huge fucking show. Yeah. Like you have to rent the venue, you yeah. need to, you know, have like the lighting people, which again, that sucks for the people that put that this shit together. I'm true, I'm not true. saying stage it's crews, good sir. for them. Yeah. Stage crews, whatever, lighting crews. Um, to IA. Yeah. I'm 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 just saying I'm just saying like it's obviously gonna be much cheaper for them to cut something together in-house than it is to be putting on a big show and i think there still will be those like big panels like on a dais with like you know a big screen behind them and lights and smoke and you know two dudes standing in front of a crowd saying do not own phones like there's going to be those meme worthy moments still wow, those i think two dudes are kind of mean did somebody say do they not own phones is that a reference to something oh I yeah the from diablo you didn't hear about the, no do, no do you i didn't hear about what happened oh well this is from two years ago where they announced the new diablo game and then everybody thought it was going to be uh like a new diablo like in the series but it was a diablo <gasps> mobile game oh yeah and then people were like like in like visibly like upset in the audience and then the one guy's like, what? Like, come on, do you not own phones? And it's like... Oh, wow, so he actually said that. I thought you were, like, paraphrasing the... No, uh, he literally thing. said that. Like, <laughs> do you, do you guys own not phones? own phones? It was, like, the oh, most, wow. like, memed-on moment of, like... man. So, like, you have How just, like, those that? PR nightmare moments. And, like, yeah. whatever. Like, we talked about that earlier, where it's just, like, you have these, like, cre- cringeworthy moments and these, like, meme-worthy moments that just, like, go down in history. But then you also have, like, huge new, like, you also have, like, huge moments when, like, I remember one of the biggest, one of my favorite E3 memories is when, um, I, there's actually, I could, I could think of two, uh, PlayStation specifically, where Xbox, uh, Xbox had their big panel and they, like, talked about, like, this and that, and, like, how, like, for this was for the Xbox 360, or no, sorry, yeah, for the Xbox 360. And then uh, PlayStation, like, and then everybody was freaking out about uh, how much it was going to cost and this and that. And then PlayStation's entire panel was dude walks up, drops the, like, says the price of the PlayStation and walks away. That was their whole panel. <laughs> and then another one I remember is when Xbox, uh, when, when Microsoft was talking about how there's going to be, like, DRM on all their games. And you wouldn't be able to, like, share them and this and that. And then Sony put out a video, like, they must have this. Here's how you share a video game? Yeah, here's how you share yeah, a video game. And it's just, like, two dudes just, like, the one guy gives the other guy video game and they just like look at the camera and smile like just like 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 uh, if you go digital only like obviously this year has been you're gonna mm-hmm. lose some of those like 
you're gonna lose the like the fucking cringeworthy yeah. moments, but you're gonna lose those like great moments too. Like even like times of like you know, there's been certain Nintendo announcements where you know they they, they bust out like the the 3ds and like the crowd goes absolutely wild, or like they announce a new Zelda game and like the crowd goes wild for like a new Zelda game. So it's like you're gonna miss those moments, those watershed kind of huge moments if it does go completely digital, which I think it will be, but not as I said, not 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 for a little while, not not for a couple of years at least. Yeah, I, I I feel I don't know. It's just the stage thing. Like I said, it seems antiquated to me. It, does, it seems it, does. It, it seems like a lot of effort for something where yeah, for about at the time you release, then in a half hour afterwards, everyone's excited. But then the next day, it's Bethesda's turn. The next day, it's uh, Ubisoft. You know, it's sort of. I feel if you got to do that kind of show, you're better to do it in a more focused environment where it isn't the E3 show and your Ubisoft at E3. It's the Ubisoft show showing Ubisoft stuff kind of thing. I don't know. I, I am not a marketing genius. There might be some like reason why you do want to go to these convention things, but eh. yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's the long short of it. I, I hope next year with, you know, hopefully the pandemic being under control and hopefully uh, maybe E3 being back to normal. I think they've announced that it will be, back to normal next year hopefully there will be some more of those kind of uh huge moments again because I, I i do miss those as like you know as a gamer mm. and just as a, a fan of the of the gaming culture i do miss those moments even those cringeworthy moments like i remember oh like like just you know i'm not even gonna get into it but i okay. miss them. i miss them that's all i'm gonna say uh, I was not a big follower of E3. I mean, I sort of kept in touch. I'd I'd, wa- I'd always watch the trailer like two or three days after it drops. Like, oh, Battlefield trailer. Two minutes later, like, oh, okay, yeah, there's a Battlefield coming out. Cool. I don't think I'd uh, I'll miss them if they went entirely digital. And think if anything, I'd I'd be more paying attention to them. But just a word of advice to anybody who who's now going, yeah, maybe I will watch some E3 videos. Make sure if you're looking for a game or a publisher's video, you go to their website. Don't go to YouTube because it's 45 minutes long and the first 40 minutes is two people talking over like a still screen going like, oh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be this. It's going to be great. You know, it's like, and nobody wants to listen to two idiots ramble for an hour. And on that note, it has been an hour. So I would like to thank everybody for listening. Please check out the Mind Refinery on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, just search for Mind Refinery on uh, Spotify, on Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts, just search for Mind Refinery. You'll see all our stuff. We got a whole bunch of YouTube videos, a whole bunch of content. We got podcasts. We got culinary stuff. We got geeky stuff, i.e. cosplay. Whatever you want, we got. We got lots of fun stuff. Um, again, plug in it. Uh, check out uh, Billy Hoosh. B-I-L-L-Y-H-O-U-S-H on YouTube. Uh, he, directed, <laughs> he directed he uh, directed a short little piece that both uh, Sam and I worked on uh, called They Call Me Baba. You can either search for Billy Hoosh on YouTube or They Call Me Baba on YouTube. Um, it's like what how long is it like 15 minutes long it's 15 minutes long yeah it's like 15 minutes long so you're not you don't think it's going to be some arduous watch 15 minutes long it's a sweet story um i shot and produced it sam edited it it was directed by the talented william hushmandi again billy hush b-i-l-l-y h-o-u-s-h on youtube or they call me baba check it out check out my refinery again thank you so much for spending time with us anything you watch or consume positive rating would be greatly appreciated thanks to sam as always and have yourselves a great morning afternoon or night whatever time it is for you thanks again for your time take care relationship relationship relationship